0: Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and 6 1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new bumble now. Hello again, my friends. Thanks for coming back. It is so awesome that you come back, and I am so grateful for all of you. I want to give a a special thanks today to those of you who share your personal stories with me. It can take a lot of courage to share. It's uncomfortable to feel vulnerable, especially when you don't know what the response will be. My hope is that if you want to share, you are confident that I'm a safe person to share with, a safe space for your fears and concerns. But lots of us don't always feel like we have a place to go. And while I'm definitely not a therapist, and I I don't want to act as one, you are welcome to let me in on your struggles. And I can be a person in your corner at the very least. And for those of you who want me to talk about a particular topic that pertains to you, please know that I seriously consider everything that's sent to me and I try to find a way to give everyone the information they need. But mostly, thank you for trusting me and I will keep working every week to earn that trust. So last week, we talked about the fight response to a stress stimulus and the solar plexus chakra imbalance associated with it. I got a couple questions I want to address before we move on. First, first question if anger is covering up another emotion, is the imbalance actually in another chakra? And this is a great question. And the answer is maybe. If the anger is covering up fear, then there might also be a root chakra imbalance. If the anger is covering up grief, It could be a heart chakra imbalance. I would offer, though, that there is also a jump in solar plexus activity, creating an imbalance there in that moment, even if you don't necessarily feel you have one all the time. Instead of working through the primary emotion, all your psychic energy heads right to your solar plexus to get you primed for a fight. This could be a way of avoiding those other feelings. They're still there and will need to be dealt with to find energetic balance. But in the moment, the solar plexus takes over. And that's not surprising. I've mentioned before that we are a very action-oriented society. We think we always need to be doing something. Uh, The language we often use is very fight-oriented. Our culture is dominated by competition. Fight response is modeled for us time and time again. If we don't fight, we're not standing up for ourselves. We're not standing up for our beliefs. I mean, this isn't true, of course, but a lot of us living in Western culture, that's the standard. So anytime we have an emotion we'd rather not deal with, we default to anger. We default to a solar plexus imbalance, either acute in the moment or long-term. It doesn't mean that there isn't an imbalance elsewhere. It just means that our stress response stems from the solar plexus chakra and we fight. The second question was almost the opposite Does anger have to be covering something up? And I'd say not necessarily. I think sometimes we're just mad, but usually at something or someone though, and, and and usually at how it made us feel. So while I'm not going to say that there's never just anger, my, my guess is that most of the time there's a second feeling in there that triggers the anger. Frustration, disrespect, injustice. I'm not saying there aren't good reasons to feel anger, just that in my experience, anger exists alongside something else, which is why it sits in the solar plexus chakra and not the sacral chakra or even the root chakra. If you have an example of anger being an an independent experience, though, I would really love to hear about it and and learn from you. Last week, I went into some detail about the sympathetic nervous system stress response, so I don't want to repeat all of that. If you missed it and you're interested, you can go back to episode 142 and catch up, but I'll give a, a quick overview now. When we're faced with a threat, physical danger, emotional danger, mental danger, we have a series of things that happen in our body to prepare it to respond to the threat. Hormones are released to prepare our muscles, our senses heighten, and our entire, entire history uh, as individuals and as a species is activated to help us select a response. This all happens automatically, including the response we select. In reality, the response is kind of selected for us based on what we know about the threat and our options, or at least our options as we see them in this stressed state. More on that another time. But frequently there are options that our primal brain doesn't even consider in its quest to keep us safe, which is the whole job of this nervous system response, to keep us safe. The, the funny thing about keeping ourselves safe is that we we might get rid of the danger or avoid it or or whatever but in modern society we don't always resolve the threat with these actions we we feel safe or safer but since our modern threats are frequently intangible we don't finish the cycle of the stress response our parasympathetic nervous system never kicks in and we don't ever return to a calmer state we just live in this heightened awareness and think it's normal. But we also feel terrible and can't understand why we feel stressed out all the time. We're not even aware that we don't have to feel like this. We just assume that we're just anxious or depressed or worried or hyper vigilant people rather than people who are having those things put on them as a response to external triggers. That of course isn't to say that there isn't or uh, anxiety or depression that is clinical or that we don't need to treat those things medically or through therapy. There are definitely chemical imbalances that need treatment. And most people feel better with regular counseling, but the sympathetic nervous system is in overdrive for most of us, regardless of any health concerns. And we're talking about the responses themselves, which chakra they can originate in and how to help balance yourself energetically. Today's stress response is the flight response, the second in fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Flight can express itself in a couple different ways. Some of them are more obvious than others. In the original theory, flight was running away from physical danger. If a predator was after you, you ran away. Flight. Those hormones to prime your muscles let you move faster to get away from the danger, to move fast, fast. Your increased heart rate sends blood to your body and away from your organs to get going, flight, easy enough. And then when you ran away and the danger was gone, the cycle was completed. Some animals literally shake off or or shake out the remaining stress hormones and their bodies return to normal. The same happens in humans if there's a danger like that and we can literally flee the situation. Your physical body will return to normal with relative speed after a flight response. But again, most of our modern dangers aren't wild animals or even immediate physical threats. Most of our stress response is mental or emotional. Let me explain what I mean by that because I, I don't think it's always that obvious. Think about the things that stress you out. The vast majority don't put you in any physical danger. Work, to-do lists, family responsibilities. These are stressors, but the stress is the feeling. We feel overwhelmed as if we're not going to be able to handle things. We worry what will happen if we don't get everything done. We. Fear the feelings of disappointment, anger, what other people will think that we'll let ourselves down or other people down, that we'll lose our jobs, that there won't be enough money or time or stuff, or that someone will yell at us. We are stressed out by all the feelings we have. And even worse, we're stressed out by the feelings that we might have. That's anxiety, the fear that we won't be able to handle what comes our way it's emotional danger the feeling that we won't be okay we stress over things we said or didn't say and and how others will feel and and what they'll do about those feelings that will then affect how we feel about ourselves and it just goes on and a really common response to these kinds of emotional dangers is flight we run away from the thing that we fear might cause us emotional distress. We avoid the coworker. We may or may not have offended. We don't have the hard conversation with our partners and just cover up what needs to be addressed with small talk or or stuffing down our feelings. Flight can look like scrolling on social media instead of adulting. It can look like not taking care of our physical health not going to the doctor because we're afraid of what we might hear. It can be avoiding self-care practices like meditation because we think we won't be good at it or that it might be uncomfortable. The, st- the flight stress response in our world can look like anything that gives us an excuse to not feel uncomfortable feelings. Unfortunately, It's impossible to run away from those feelings forever, to stay forever in flight mode. We can't run away from our own fear because it lives in us. We maybe can distract ourselves for a while, but whatever you're running from is within. It's your stress response to a trigger. And this is what chronic stress is. It's the constant state of being in a stress response. And Flight simply has no effect on lowering emotional or mental danger. We we just take it with us on the run. Since the flight response stems from fear, this is our root chakra stress response. The root chakra, as you may already know, is primarily concerned with our survival, safety, security. It's the chakra that is most closely linked to the physical body, the physical plane. And it is where fear sits. It's where anxiety can live. And it does its very best to keep us away from danger. Not really surprising then that excessive energy here caused by a stressor would would look to run away to get as far from the danger as possible. And like we just talked about, we can't get away from our emotional danger as easily as we could run from a physical danger, perhaps. So the root chakra just stays overactive. It gives us other options to run, to avoid people or places, to distract our minds from the danger or numb our minds out completely with drinks or food or whatever else we do that gives us the chance to get away. And it's a totally normal response to stress, really common. I can't, I can't tell you (laughs) how many times I've thought to myself, I know I'll have to process these feelings someday, but right now I just want to break from them. It, it almost never works out for the best. And I know it won't, but that doesn't stop me from trying. And honestly, when I just face the fear, it's rarely as bad as I think it's going to be procrastination, which is another form of the flight response. Procrastination as a flight response is the same way. Have you ever, have you ever dreaded doing something and just put it off forever? And then when you finally do it, it only takes a few minutes and it it wasn't really so terrible. I feel like everyone does this once in a while. So notice if these are common ways that you handle your stress. And if they are, it might be worth looking at your root chakra. And I wonder if if one reason we can sometimes find such blocks and imbalances in the root chakra is that we're acting from its stress response so much of the time. How can we learn to be our authentic self, to truly own who we are, which is another major component of the root chakra, if we're constantly... Out of balance there because we're running away from our feelings, our problems. We're putting off doing things, having conversations that need to be had. Maybe if we can move away from the flight response, we can start to get deeper into the layers of the root chakra and allow that elusive feeling of total self worth to surface. I think. The best ways to balance the root chakra and calm your flight response are facing and grounding. Facing is exactly what it sounds like, facing your fears. And it's sometimes considered the fifth stress response, although most people have to make an intentional choice to face their fears. It isn't particularly natural or primal to run toward danger, but if... What we fear is inside of us, our emotions, our self-trust to handle whatever comes, discomfort. We can't escape it anyway, so we might as well face it. This takes practice, like so many things in life that are worth doing and are important. Start by noticing the response in yourself. And then maybe pick something small to face. Build your confidence. If you're procrastinating by scrolling on social media, notice that and make a decision to put your phone down and take action. It'll be very uncomfortable, but then you'll get some great practice at feeling uncomfortable and the realization that you are okay is worth the momentary discomfort. The second practice to balance the root chakra when it's stressed is grounding. Get into your body. Feel all the sensations. Check in with the quality of your breath. Is it fast and shallow? Check in with where your body is tense and see if you can release just a bit of that tension. Maybe get your body low to the ground even. Feel the floor. Notice that you really are okay in that present moment. Repeat, I am okay in this moment to yourself. Stay with yourself. Build trust in yourself. Be there for you the way you would a good friend. Facing your fears, facing your emotional danger, and ground into your body and the moment. You'll find that you can reduce the flight response, which is needed so much of the time because running away from ourselves just doesn't work. So there you have it part two of this series on our stress responses. It's a really important topic to understand from a health perspective because stress is so damaging to our bodies and our minds. And and also because I I think most of us would like to have less stress. And while we can't control what comes our way, we can control our reaction to it. We've talked about that before on the podcast and I'm sure we will again, but learning to respond in a healthy way safe way to stress will actually reduce our stress perception, which is all we really have, our perception. When we respond from a balanced chakra system, stress feels less, and it'll be easier for our parasympathetic nervous system to do its job and return us to a normal state. If you've had chronic stress for a while, it'll take some time, but take the time for yourself. Improve your mental and emotional well-being, as well as your physical health. Remember to join me over on Instagram and Facebook at Your Chakra Coach. You can go to my website if you're interested in more information about the services and the courses I offer. That's yourchakracoach.com. And please, if you find that this show is making your life better, I'd love for you to join the Patreon page and support me as I make your chakra coach for you every week. I hope you have a lovely day and I look forward to talking again soon. Bye.